0: This station is being brought to you via Nolsoft's
1: Shoutcast streaming technology. For more information, visit shoutcast, shoutcast
2: shoutcast.com.
1: This is Michael A. Sackville with the Sci-Fi Podcast Network, and you are listening to Star Wars under
3: Wars FanWorks.com, the home of Star Wars fan audio on the Internet. It's your home for Star Wars fan audio genre news, a comprehensive catalog of fan-made Star Wars radio shows, parody tales, and serious audio dramas. With behind-the-scenes features, a message board, reviews, tutorials, convention coverage, an internet movie database-style directory of the entire Star Wars fan audio community, and the only fan audio community-recognized Star Wars Fan Audio Academy Awards held each year. StarWarsFanWorks.com. Fandom has a whole new sound.
4: Galactic Hunter, the place where you can find the latest Star Wars collectible news from all around the world. From the Hasbro and Kenner lines of action figures, to comics, games, prop collectibles, and events, everything is covered and reviewed. Join our fan community in the Bounty Hunter Collective Forums, and find all your bounties at www.galactichunter.com. Galactic Hunter, keeping collectors on target. Every collector deserves the best. That's why our main goal at Federation Toys is to guarantee the highest quality items for the lowest prices. Yes, of course. Come buy Federation Toys for Star Wars collectibles. Satisfaction and guarantee. Yes, my boy. Roger, Roger. All Star Wars and listeners will
2: get a 5% discount on their purchases.
4: Star Wars on Direct is brought to you by SimpleNet. With SimpleNet, obtain a low cost advertising for your company or, quite simply, a space to put your personal website online. Join us at www.simple net.ca.
2: Stand
5: <laughs> <laughs> Should sure, we jam its transmissions? Communications disruption will mean only one thing. Okay. Here they come. The coordinates have to be the phone again.
1: You may fire when Ready.
6: Welcome to Star Wars Sound Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom, where the host, which is me, has not even opened his playlist yet. That's right, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. As usual. As usual. No, it's not true. Usually it's open by now. So today is June 28, 2005, and uh, you're listening live to this broadcast. Of course, some of you are in the forums with us. And uh, today we're actually going to be... Yeah, in the chat with us. Sorry about that. Uh, today we're going to be uh, discussing Revelations, the incredible fan film. And uh, we'll be, of course, reviewing it because last what, two weeks ago we actually uh, interviewed Shane Felux. I have to pronounce it right. And uh, Mr. Felix gave us uh, the opportunity to ask him tons of questions about the, the, the movie. And uh, we also asked questions for the fans out there who were there during the show with us. And uh, today we're actually going to be taking your reviews of the movie, and we're going to be reviewing it ourselves. Of course, there's going to be the polls, the fan audio release, and the community update I forgot as usual. About that. And a little... Oh? Ah, ha ha I'm, <laughs> I'm You I'm got me there. <laughs> I'm not the only one to blame. That's it.
2: I'm already. Don't worry.
6: And, uh, of course, a uh, little bit of collecting news, but just like items I think should be part of a collection. Uh, of course, Brian will tell you now. how uh, you can contact
7: us. You can reach us by email at studio at swendirect.com and you can reach us by MSN Messenger inviting user user swendirect at hotmail.com. You can reach us through the main site in a manner of different ways. Through the chat, you can look at us through the webcam, you can join our news group, you can comment on the forum at TSFan... TS what is it?
8: gsfbm.com
7: gsfbm.com so M- or just click on the messenger board link exactly um all manners of different ways and that's all at www.starwars
6: well they did great we need to boost him for the next show because he seems to be lacking like energy right now We need more balls the, to the blog also
7: oh yes yeah, so we also have a blog
6: blog.starwars.com slash SWD that's where you can find uh, my rambling about uh, the show and basically the results of almost every show when I get the time. <laughs> <laughs> I live such a complicated life. <laughs> <laughs> poor Sebastian. As usual, the sound card, our poor sound card, might uh, overeat because it's... Uh, it's freaking up. <laughs> it's
8: it's what, it's near 100 here? Yeah. in Canada. Yeah. We... Uh, yeah, the listeners must know that I have an air conditioning, but since it's very noisy, I have to close it down for the show. That's so right. we don't have air conditioning, and it's like 40 degrees Celsius outside.
6: So it's eating up pretty fast here, I and mean, we're at the last level of a of a building. So
8: the heat just crawls,
6: just comes to us, Mr. Producer. Yes. Yeah. A word of say.
8: Yes, of course. Uh, Brandon, uh, Brian mentioned it. Uh, We have a new message board at tfspn.com Just go there uh, Scroll down to the Star Wars on Direct forums We have a couple of topics there You can register and leave your comments there now so we can read them in a couple of minutes Uh, We will have a thread for each and every show, so you can leave your comments there if you don't want to uh, like, write a, a long email or something, just Can put it there if you want to, and uh,
6: that's basically it. There you go. Uh, Of course, we've got a quick little update on uh, Katie Johnson, uh, and I'm going to go back to the the old situation a little back later in the show. But basically, uh, while we were celebrating the Saint John Baptist here which is our national holiday the Portal girl was going to another MRI and the result came back highly positive into cancerous tumor therefore the news are not good and uh little Katie might be leaving us uh, in the near future so make a wish I has actually granted them oh. granted the Johnson family with <laughs> it actually granted the Johnson family uh trip to uh, Disneyland which is really nice, and uh, we hope that we'll be able to that she'll be able to penetrate as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, the uh, fundraising continues so that you can actually get her the, the money that she needs to uh, actually make sure that she gets good medicine. Yeah.
2: She
8: so, so the 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 voyage is less painful. Let's That's, say. It. Exactly. That's it.
6: That's it so feel free to go to Mm www.4kd.org and uh, leave comments uh, leave comments and and this like that and uh, yeah that's it I'll be back on that subject a little bit later on in the show
8: Okay. and now what we have now people in the chat Brian
7: (laughs) right now we have 52878 Ford Atakis Blood Chat Dark Jedi Edna Kasra and Marty
8: here you go, plus ourselves, exactly. <laughs>
7: of course. I'm there too. Well, I'm there.
2: Yeah. Oh, look at that! I'm there.
8: <laughs> so we're gonna begin right away with.
6: Go, yo! Master Bisto,
3: trust your insight. We do.
2: Okay, so,
7: the Unseen Queen's cover has been officially... Uh,
6: life! Give me life, Brian! Show me you're alive!
7: ...has been uh, unveiled officially, so you can go check that out on uh, Bards and Nobles' website. Uh, it's called Dark Nasty Unseen Queen, and it has Leia in uh, with her lightsaber up. And she's got a blue lightsaber Weird she's And she's, uh, she's got like It looks like She's from like A New Hope Okay She has the white cap on And uh, Strange The white robe The white but robe What's
8: strange is, is the blue lightsaber Yeah Is supposed to have A red lightsaber or
7: Yeah pinkish lightsaber Yeah light saber. that's it and, Anyway
8: And we get the insect light Oh well, yeah That's the whole theme The eye thing the, uh, Yeah
7: Yeah Also Starwars.com Has officially announced that there will be a Star Wars Day at Comic-Con International. Of course. So, uh, one of the many events is, first, it's the Great Star Wars Books on the Horizon, and that's 11.30 a.m. to 12.30, and that's with uh, John Rinsler and Steve Stenspeats. And they will be talking all about the upcoming books from, uh, from the Star Wars universe, nonfiction and fiction. So you'll be able to see some uh, some books, new books coming from Del Rey, and there will also be some books as prizes. And then at uh, 12.30pm to 1.30pm it's the Star Wars Trivia Game Show. Pretty self-explanatory. Then there's the Dark Horse Comics, Past, Present, and Future. And that's uh, in the same room. It seems pretty much it's all in the same room just hour after hour. Next hour it's it's Master Replicas, Star Wars, um... You know, Star Wars uh, replicas. And then it's uh, what's new and what's coming from Hasbro. So you get collecting. And then you get the Star Wars Spectacular. Which is what I would love to go see. And that's in another room. And that's uh, with uh, Steve Sansley. And then on the Sunday, there's a uh, How to Draw Star Wars. Which was a really big hit at Celebration. So... That's everything that's coming from Comic-Con news, unless there's anything else, Danny.
8: Yeah, but we could mention that uh, in 41 days, uh, Revenge of the Sith just uh, got $358.6 million. That's
7: quite a bit of change. Yeah,
8: but it's slowing down, so keep going. <laughs> <laughs> you just like I've us? seen it three times. I've said? seen it three times. I'm up to five times, Okay. I'm, sh- I'm ashamed by my five time. It's far from you 21 for uh, Phantom Menace. That's right. You're crazy, man. Yeah. And, and when you could say that Tuukasumi is uh, moving also. They're going yes, to Presidio. It's moving. They moved to Letterman uh, Complex. Yeah, Letterman Digital Art in California. That's it. You, they should begin uh, early July. And, uh, no, it's like nine hectares... <laughs> And there's a virtual studio in there. There's a couple of, uh, like, screening rooms, uh, including one that has ter- 300 places. Jeez, it's huge.
6: That's it. So, since I'm the host and I can't do that research right now, I'm going to have the people in the chat to come up with it, with that for us. What? Uh, could you guys please check it out, like, on maps.google.com? The old address for Lucasfilm, Lucas Ranch, was 3838 Nicasio. Uh, Lucas Valley Road, Encino, California. So, basically, maybe, maybe just
8: searching for a Letterman Complex in San Francisco would probably. pop it up. Yeah, yeah probably. probably.
6: I want to see it. <laughs> Come on!
8: I want the satellite shot. Come on, people. You stalker, I'm counting <laughs> on you. <laughs> uh, could also see that in Star Wars Galaxies, it's Empire Day, so uh, beginning around today. Both the Empire and the Rebellion will have dispatched public relations officers to answer questions and promote their faction vision of the holiday. If you are Imperial Imperial, or neutral, you can find the Imperial public relations officer at Nashal, Talus at Waypoint 43115187. Uh, He'll be happy to tell you more If you learn toward the rebellion Or neutral You can shuttle to the cantina in Anchorhead Ask around until you find someone willing To tell you the truth of this fateful day Whichever path you choose A small adventure will follow While no combat is required You may have to travel To some dangerous places But if you travel cautiously You should be alright See it to the end and you re- will receive a token of appreciation for your services if you pay attention and play your cards correctly and you might be able to acquire two mementos. This action, spokesbeing will appear in Nashal and Anchored with the launch of Publish 19 around today and remain until July 11th to give everyone a chance to participate. We hope everyone has a productive Empire day, whichever side you choose to support. There you there go. go.
6: So it's in parody today. See, Can we please? always go back to the old question light side or dark side? Yeah, that's it. It's, it's
8: and I don't remember who said that to me. I think it's Ikasra or something that Star Wars Galaxy is going down pretty drastically. And he said to me that uh, the game could be shut down within two weeks or one month. Jeez. So, probably a rumor or something. Let's see what happens. So uh, we might have Vikas on the show uh, Later this summer To talk about Very that cool.
6: So And hopefully this, The game will still be going Otherwise yeah. we'll also have to get Rhonda Scott on the show So she explains The decision to us Yes
8: So, that's my part. <laughs> so, some Fenogeo news. I'm going by memori- memory here. It's simple. It's because the uh, on the first of every-, every month, that's where the radio shows uh, get online. So, uh, we should have a tri- triple shot from uh, Chrono Radio, which is the uh, the first Chrono Radio 21.5. Uh, which feature a recap of Con Carolina 2005 Second he has uh, an Interview edition with, with, uh, with Greg Keys. the first part Second part will be on Requiem of the Outcast and third he, He's releasing Another uh, film commentary For Attack of the Clone we should also have the first Part of uh, Star Wars and Beyond uh, Which feature Revenge Of the Sith reviews By us, the fans And uh, I don't know if there's something else Requiem of the Outcasts will have a a show on the first also For the other, I don't know about uh, Rony Radio Uh, It's still in editing and uh, that's about it
3: Well...
6: And what's happening in the community, of course, uh, to go back to Katie On August 13th, the UK Garrison will be holding a charity ball at the Hilton Metropole in Birmingham All proceeds from the event will be going to the 4 KD.hort fund And the UKG will be forwarding a cash advance to the Johnson family in the next few weeks In anticipation for super fundraising efforts at memorabilia You're all cordially invited to attend the UKG Ball, of course, which will cost £50 per person this ball is on the evening of one of the UK's largest conventions and will be attended by many star wars from the star, by many stars from the Star Wars saga. There will be a fundraising auction also. Ticket price will include a three-course meal and disco 501st mixer style afterwards. Full details of the convention of that weekend can be found at www.memorabilia.co.uk. Uh, of course, you can also join the San Diego Star Wars Society for a monthly meeting on June 30th at 7 p.m. at Giovanni's Restaurant. It's found at ninety two fifty two Claremont Mesa Boulevard, San Diego, California. Uh, it's between the 163rd and the 15th. Uh, that's the highways, I guess. Of course, come early 6.30 p.m. to order food. Most of the agenda of that meeting will focus on planning for Comic-Con. You can also join the Oklahoma City Fan Force for a movie night coming up. Jedi OKC will be seeing War of the World on Wednesday, June 29 at 7pm. That's tomorrow, people. Oh, damn. It will be at Arkins Bricktown Theater in the Seneca Pre-Theater. You can also join the Rose Quadrant for the July meeting, which, will, which is going to be centered around Mini-Golf. Meeting will be July 10th, beginning at 2pm at the Mini-Golf on Newport Avenue. Two miles off Exit 2B On Route 95 In South Al can Come on out for fun And show them Show them your golfing skills For more information Visit the Providence RI forums On the net Fanforce
0: That could
8: be cool Mini golf
6: <laughs> <laughs> You know We've got the Fucked up mini golf here as well So we could Do that eventually <laughs> And I um, forgot
8: about War of the World I might uh, see it this weekend.
6: Yeah, we, we'll, we'll go see it. Or we'll download it. <laughs> well, I, don't, I
7: don't need to see Cruz going crazy anymore. I almost feel like boycotting it. Because fucking Cruz. He, he lost it. He never had it. He's crazy before. He's crazier now.
6: You know what? The only reason for which I would actually go see that movie is see Dakota Fanning not bearing a knife again. Because that Dakota little girl... Fanning
7: is like a good actress.
6: Oh, she's a very good actress. But she looks so much more natural if you put a knife in her hand.
7: That is scary. What the hell are you talking about? The
6: little girl. Yeah? Dakota Fanning. If you put a knife in her hand, she looks natural. If you take the knife out of her hand, she looks autistic. Okay. She does. I don't know why.
7: Strange sexual perversions.
6: That's one of Sebastian's crazy
2: theories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, no.
6: Yeah, let's see, that's what I get slapped Good for the The, uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> the, uh,
6: the topics of uh, Star Wars, well, the boat conference I'm going to be giving at, the, uh, at Toronto Trek 19 this summer uh, have been moved to July 15th, so that's the Friday night at 10pm and 11pm. That's uh, really
7: cutting into your drinking time, isn't it? Yeah Or is no, it not I, gonna let Are you not gonna let it Cut into your drinking
6: time I no, think no, I'm he, not going he, to let it Just he, he's because He's
7: gonna have his picture uh, On the know. table <laughs> a,
6: It's gonna be full of vodka People are gonna think it's water But By the end of the panel They're gonna know it's vodka
8: <laughs> Just Jeez. Just let them drink And they will be so drunk You can't say anything They will believe you
6: Oh th- I don't need that I just need them To actually think that Revenge of the Was not such a bad movie
8: because <laughs> I'm sure I'm
6: going to see the same three people Who came back like for the past six years And they're going to say, Well, it was a crappy movie Anyhow, Star Wars Prelude to Episode 3 Will be uh, in uh, Mississauga A at 10pm And Star Wars Revenge of the Sith Will be uh, taking place in At 11pm PM In the same room I highly recommend you to attend both uh, Panels Because we're going to be talking about Wars and such and such and such in Prelude to Episode 3 and then Revenge of the Sith panel will be about Revenge of the Sith only Revenge of the Sith just Revenge of the Sith and of course I will be uh, one of the hosts for the uh, charity auction for the Ronald McDonald ho- House at that same uh, convention
8: what kind of items?
6: and they've got everything from set parts to basic books okay and autographed pictures and everything you can bid on a spoon that's been signed by all the members of the convention company so it's no it's it's a really entertaining charity auction so I highly recommend all all of those who will attend to actually come and see me and laugh at me in my first role as a host
7: Um, what are you doing?
8: the auction (laughs) the auction yeah
6: I'm going to be an MC
8: right yeah you do a good job I'm scared (laughs) (laughs) I think you will one time, two times...
6: So, oh, sold. It's actually much more casual than that.
8: Okay. Yeah. That's going to be silent auctions? <laughs> That's your no. host of a silent auction. <laughs> I know the host of a silent
6: auction, but it's, it's much more casual than... We don't actually have Little Hammer, we okay, just okay. Oh.
8: It's, not, it's not high speed uh, speaking.
6: There's some that sometimes, you know, depending on the items, like charge our chocolate yeah, box. Treasure box
8: for the, uh, the silent over there. Oh, 350 for the the Borg over there. (laughs) It's
6: like... Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Vulcan, Vulcan. (laughs) You know. He seems...
7: Did anyone else... I'm reminded of uh, in Trekkies when they're doing the auction and then John Delancey is like he's sat down with this super horrible flu. He plays Q. Yeah. And like he was drinking out of this glass of water and somebody's joking around who wants the Q virus? Somebody actually bought it and drank it.
2: Oh, well. Yeah, well.
7: Amy ran around saying, I have the Q-Virus. I have the Q-Virus. <laughs> Two
5: weeks later, <laughs> I've got the fucking Q-Virus. Exactly. <laughs> That's a
7: crazy fan.
8: Okay,
6: <laughs> and to get back on track, we're going to go into a small transition now.
8: Yes. Brian's... on, uh, no? Oh, no. Ryan did that. Okay. Sorry. Oh crap!
4: We're, We're back, back to jump with the on my mom! Alright, stand by!
6: <laughs> we gotta click, people! <laughs> okay, well, into the collecting world. Uh, I saw a couple of things uh, of interest this week, this past week. Uh, of course, Star Wars Miniatures are coming up with their universe boost back. Uh, they're gonna be ten yeah. huge figures. No. So, that means we're gonna be able to put them right next to your brain, Brian, and they're gonna be pretty much the same size. The ranker
7: can eat my brain.
6: Wow. That's, That's scary. scary.
8: Did you get the ultimate mission? No, I didn't. Oh, I got it in
6: my bag, actually, if you wanna reach over and just, like, show <laughs> it to the webcam. Not rip the maps out of the... Ah,
7: uh. Yeah, I haven't game. bought it yet.
6: It's it's nice, but it, I, it's interesting.
7: I, I didn't use the last one at all.
6: It's extremely expensive for what it is. But yeah, that's that's nice. gaming for you. <laughs> yeah,
7: gaming is fun.
6: Yeah, I also wanted to to talk about the Cyboys Starwash figures, uh, which are found exclusively in Japan. They are basically little kind of. Bubblehead figures but not bubble head they're just like small buddy big heads and they're really cool you just look at them and y- you'd like to have them on your dash or somewhere on on your desk at, at work they're or
2: stylized like that.
6: yeah that's it so thank you Japan and Japan thank you Japan and if you could please send some over to here that'd be nice cause they're really cute I mean Yoda seems like he's like concentrating on the force and he's like about the pop a vein or something <laughs> Not too sure They look really funny And uh, of course I wanted to mention that uh, Hasbro has come up with the uh, Battle pack Jedi versus Sith So you've got uh, Five One, two, three, four, five, six figures In there Well it's, it's actually it's five figures But you also have the armor for Obi-Wan The, uh, the clone armor okay. For Obi-Wan So that's a really cool thing to, to own And uh, it includes Anakin and Obi-Wan and Yoda, and you have Asajj Ventress and General Grievous. So, this promises to be a very interesting uh, little battle pack, which will probably go around 50 bucks or so. I wouldn't be surprised.
8: Damn, it's expensive.
6: Of course it is. And uh, for those of you who still don't actually own the... 500 Vader. You can uh, you can contact our friends over at LegendsActionFigures.com. I think they might they might have a few over uh, uh, in their stock. And, and maybe
8: FederationToys.com also.
6: Maybe FederationToys.com. That's right for those in Montreal. For those more in the US, I highly recommend you contact Federation Toys. And uh, yeah, it's a nice little action figure. Honestly, it comes in a little pack as if he was in his little chamber. meditation meditation chamber chamber. So. It's nice. It looks cool. You, you know, you can buy yourself a loose Captain Nita figure or something like that and just lay it back there. <laughs> <laughs> or you, you hang it by a string or something. <laughs> you know, just have fun. Yeah. So this, this is pretty much the entire thing about like the
2: whole collecting segment
6: for today. Okay,
8: so we will be listening... Re-listening to the first Stormtrooper Bob, we had uh, the first one, like, uh, on two or three shows back, uh, when we were uh, interviewing Jedi Talk. So we will be re-beginning the, uh, the run, I, I think there's like 30 Stormtrooper Bob. Yes, some 30. So, this is this will be the first of 30. So, uh, each show, we will have a Stormtrooper Bob uh, in between uh, segments. So, this will be the first. It's called A Mistake to Shake the Stars. If you want to give comments on the Revelation, it's time to do it now. Go to the message board at S- SFPN, tsfpn.com or just click the message board link on the home page or send me an email to L- L- studio@. At swendirect.com And that's about it So uh, we'll see you after Stormtrooper Bob
7: Hi, this is Darion Blade from www.jeditalk.com
5: Be sure to join us for our show every Sunday night
7: live Where you can
1: listen to the latest Stormtrooper Bob Join us for our trivia contest Listen to live interviews with authors like Michael Stagpole or Kevin J. Anderson Also, a full two hours of Star Wars talk every week. So, remember,
2: Darksider light, join us Sunday night. The
1: Adventures of Stormtrooper Bob, Episode 1, A Mistake to Shake the Stars A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, the Empire was in dire straits, Civil War had spread across the galaxy like a brush fire. The Rebellion had been gaining support throughout the galaxy. Using new techniques in warfare, like teaching their soldiers to aim before shooting and teaching their pilots to fly, had taken a tremendous toll on Imperial forces. In an effort to turn the tide of war, the Emperor started recruiting even worse troops to use as cannon fodder. This was to be his undoing. On the planet of Bomania 7, Bob Moldein was going through his life in the same old way as spaceport security. Little did he know that that was about to change. To come to my office. No problem, Uncle. What can I do for you? We have reports that rebels are going to bomb the spaceport.
0: Well, why would they do that? There's nothing
1: important here. Well, the Empire's taking heavy losses with their convoys, so they're having them rerounded here in an effort to resupply their star floats.
0: Well, I'll keep an eye out for them. By the way, what do these rebels look
1: like? Oh, they'll be the ones wearing the gray caps.
0: <laughs> yeah, they should be easy to
1: spot then. Bob, lean over here for a sec. Nephew, you booby. They'll be dressed as tourists. Now get to your post. <laughs> Honestly, I hope them rebels get another guard. Here we are. Let's look at the diamond.
0: Well, I hope you enjoy your stay. Well, welcome to Amenia 7, gentlemen. you have anything to declare?
1: No. Uh, we're-, we're just
3: you need fruits or vegetables? No, no. You need rebels, Did you? No, uh, for us? from Oh,
1: okay.
2: Hey, you hear that?
1: Hey, what? You know, that noise, kind of like a... you hear that noise? I, I don't hear a thing. Uh, you? No, nothing. Well, y'all have a good stay now.
4: Bob, the security <laughs> office, please. Bob, the security <laughs> office.
1: Take a seat, nephew. Sure, Uncle. I'm gonna be honest with you, Bob. Spaceport security ain't your thing. What do you mean, Uncle? Well, I mean, you's too trusting. Like that time your cousin Maxine convention-eating Earth droppings because she said it'd make you stronger. There ain't no proof it didn't, Uncle. The other thing is how long you've been here. Three, maybe four years. I think it might be time for you to move on. But
0: I ain't got no other place to go,
1: Uncle. Bob, we can find you another job. Uh, Yeah, okay. can Can I go now? Sure, Bob. I'll give you a call tomorrow. Maybe I made a mistake. Maybe not. Can't believe that I got fired by Uncle Jethro. Can't wait to see what the next job is. Probably wind up transporting beak birds. I hate meat birds They stink. They make Cousin Manny smell good. Hey, what's that sign? Small trip record.
3: Join the fun and make some money. Well, I think I'll go take a look.
0: Welcome, young man. What brings you here? That sign i said... What exactly do you do here? Well, we look for intelligent young men such as yourself to help protect the galaxy from those who would destroy it. Wow! That sounds important. Yes, it is. Would you like to join? Oh, I do apologize. I haven't introduced myself. My my name is Lieutenant Gregor, and yours is? Bob, sir.
1: Bob Muldean.
0: Well, Mr. Muldean, are you interested in becoming a stormtrooper? Sure. What do I need to
1: do? And by the way, call me Bob.
0: Just follow me, and we'll get started. Well, now that the paperwork is finished, we can start the physical. I'll even in your hands, Doctor.
1: Welcome, Bob. Take a seat. What is that smell? Sorry, Doc. It just snuck out. <coughs> it's it's okay, Bob. Hmm, that's interesting. What, Doc? Well, Bob, according to my blood test, your cholesterol is three hundred points over the limit. I always was an overachiever, Doc. Well, I'm finished, Bob. Wait here. I'm going to talk to Lieutenant Rigor. Sure, Doc. <laughs> Lieutenant Rigor, I have the fitness report for Bob. And
0: what were the results?
1: He should be dead.
0: Aren't you exaggerating a little?
1: He's 40 pounds overweight. Can't run 30 seconds without vomiting. Which, by the way, he finds hilarious. And he thinks flatulence is a form of natural defense. Which, for him, I think is correct.
0: You think that's bad? On his test for the entrance, he thought nerve droppings increased his physical prowess.
1: Then why did you bring him to me?
0: Business is slow, and we need to meet the quota.
1: Yeah, but
0: him? If we don't meet the quota, we go to the front line. Do you want to practice battlefield medicine,
1: doctor? Good point. Congratulations, Bob. You passed the medical exam.
0: Report to Docking Bay 48 at 6.30 tomorrow, and again, congratulations, recruit Bob.
1: officer in charge of the new recruits? Yes, I am
0: Lieutenant Regwald. How can I help
1: you? Well, yeah, I'd like to talk to you about a new recruit, Bob Muldean. I don't think Bob has what it takes to be a stormtrooper. He ain't exactly the brightest of folks.
0: Don't worry, we carefully screen all the applicants. Your nephew has passed all the requirements.
1: I mean, are you sure you want someone like Bob protecting the Empire?
0: No need to worry, we have everything under control.
1: I feel safer already. Bob Muldeen reporting for duty.
0: That's fine, Muldeen. Get in line with the other new recruits.
1: Now, Bob, this is your first time away from home, so I want you to be careful. The rest of the galaxy ain't like Bamania 7. Don't worry, Uncle Jethro. The Empire is safe with me. I'd better make sure my insurance premium be paid. Well, good luck, nephew.
0: Okay, everyone, on the shuttle by twos.
1: Will the Empire be saved? And Bob actually make it at this point. Tune in next week for Episode 2, The Cardi and the continuing adventures of Stormtrooper Bob! This
5: episode of Stormtrooper Bob has been brought to you by Thrift Dropping. It does a body good. Stormtrooper
4: Bob, A Mistake to Shake the Stars, has been brought to you by www.jedactalk.com. The voice of Bob Moline was brought to you by Dean Cash. The voice of narrator Rebel One and Lieutenant Gregor was brought, by, brought to you by Dean McCormick. Rebel 2, Uncle Jethro and Doc were played by Mark Henderson. We hope to see you again for episode 2 of Stormtrooper Bob. Thank you. This show is part of the out-of-this-world entertainment on the Sci-Fi Podcast Network, TSFPN.com. Every collector deserves the best. That's why our main goal at Federation Toys is to guarantee the highest quality items for the lowest prices. Yes, of course. Come buy Federation toys for Star Wars collectibles. Satisfaction and Yes, my toy. Right. Roger, roger. All Star Wars and red will get a 5% discount
2: on their purchases.
4: At SimpleNet, you will get, at a very reasonable cost, an advertising space for your company, a website built for you by your team of professionals, or quite simply, a space to put your personal site online. The online gamers are not forgotten. We can offer fixed prices of bandwidth, as well as solutions for turnkey pre-configured game servers. Join us at www.simple-net.ca.
1: This is Shane Felix, director of Star Wars Revelations, and you're listening to Star Wars on Direct.
6: And welcome back to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. And right now we're about to go into our main subject the Revelations review. Exactly. I'm gonna
8: give you basic information about uh, Revelation, it's a 40 minute uh, fan film. With a twenty thousand, almost twenty thousand dollar budget, uh, which a quarter uh, of that budget was for a camera, uh, a digital camera and PC equipment. Uh, there's, there, there had been two hundred people working on the fan film all in all. Eight people officially on special effect, special effect artists. It was shot in seventeen days total, so that's pretty rapid. It's pretty fast. Uh, it took three years to make to make the fan film from beginning to end. It's free to download, of course, and the website is uh, panic, panicstruckpro.com/revelations. We got uh, five main characters: Gina Hernandez, who play a Jedi called Taryn Anwar. We got Karen M. Hag, Zana, the Emperor's Anne, We got Alan Guinea. Who plays Ro Anwar, another je- Jedi. You got Frank Hernandez, who plays Declan, the smuggler. And you got Shane Felix, who plays another Jedi called Cade. The main crew, of course, uh, producer Daw Cowing, director Shane Felix, who also plays Cade. You got the d- director of photography Jack Foley, screenplay and story by Dal Cowing and Sarah Waworski. And the music was composed and orchestrate, orchestrated by Chris Bouchard. A uh, little on the story, Revelation takes place between Episode 3 and 4 of the Star Wars saga. Emperor Palpatine's power has spread throughout the galaxy. Darth Vader is, feared, is a feared figure. The Jedi are hunted fugitive. Anyone suspected of, or, or boring Jedi or having any information about them is taken into Imperial custody. Revelation is the story of Taran Anwar, Gina Hernandez, a former Jedi seer who predicts the fall of the Jedi Temple. They Jedi doubt their claims and she left the Order. Now, in the wake of the Galactic Empire, she seeks an ancient and powerful Jedi artifact. Accompanying Taryn on her journey are Declan, Frank Fernandez, and Kay desheen Declan is a smuggler who specializes in transporting Jedi and Cade, a Jedi who is in hiding. Xana, Karen Hamag, the Emperor's End, is also seeking this ancient artifact in hope that it will be used to unbound and destroy the remaining Jedi. Zana is also involved in a power struggle with Darth Vader for the Emperor's favor, and she believes this will give her the upper end. Again, the website is panic slash All
2: right.
6: So I propose we go slap <sighs> my co-host. I don't, don't have, it. have a special effect for that yet. <laughs> <laughs> we got, we got to find you something. <laughs> We're gonna go straight into our emails because uh, we actually received. Uh, some emails about revelations two weeks ago and last week and, and today. So, uh, Martin T. Piero is actually the winner of the uh, uh, Star Wars on direct prize pack of the month. Let's call them that. <laughs> it's basically three stickers of the DVDs, uh, of the DVD release and uh, the book Ghost War by Michael A. Stackpole. Uh, it's. I've actually changed it. Change it. I'm changing it from the Dark Lord War to uh, Ghost War because Ghost War is actually a more sci-fi story to it, and uh, I find it to be almost, well, very much relying on Star Wars universe as well. So it's kind of fun. Okay. It's re- It's a really fun book to read. It's is it it's a it's a Ma- it? it's a Mech Warrior Mech Dark Warrior. Age. It's the first book of the Mech Warrior Dark Age series. Okay. So just imagine if... Just, just like that was the difference
8: between like Warrior and Battle that it's, don't the know thing. Thing. Okay, it's, it's the, the same, same thing It's just two already. different brand names Okay,
6: It's like Kleenex and tissues They're the same thing Just two different names Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
8: I'm just that...
6: No I don't know that that's Unknowledgeable, that's all yeah. <laughs> You are going to go for dumb, but you're not dumb. Yeah, you're no, just no, no, knowledgeable. Think... That's how it's okay. I don't think that's even the word. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Marty One wrote to us and he said, it's hard to review this fan film and that to view it as a fan film, it clearly is far superior to any I've ever seen. However, to view it as a film, it does have a few flaws. But none that I, that can't be overlooked. The good. Shane Felix is a relatively good director. He wove the visual tapestry of this film together nicely look forward to his next project to see how much he has grown from this experience i was about to comment on the editing and how well it seemed to match the director's vision but now i see that the editor was the director thumbs up to shane again the music is absolutely spectacular it may not be part it may not be on par with john William, but it is clearly the best non movie star wars work i've ever heard better than most video game scores and on par if not better than shadows of the empire I can only hope that the new Star Wars television series looks at Chris Bouchard as a possible composer. Well, isn't that? That's a good idea. The costumes were incredible, with an attention to detail that isn't seen in some Hollywood films. It wasn't floored with the visual effect at first, but they seemed to improve as the film went along. The visual at the time seemed to be from a late 90s video game, then during other days resembled Babylon 5, and ultimately they challenged some of the work. I seen on the new Battlestar Galactica. Karen Hamming's performance as Zana was menacing at times, but during other times she seemed to be posing in simply there as window dressing. But her performance was solid. Frank Hernandez was good in his role for what it was. I wish it it was greater. he seemed to be set up as comic relief, but never had a chance to relieve the audience. Holland Gibney was cute, and, well, I'll get back to that later. Gina Hernandez gave a constant performance but, it wasn't, but I wasn't sure if she was having trouble Getting a feel for her character Or if her character was written to be so bland I hate to keep gushing about this guy But it was Shane Felix as Kate Who gave the best performance And seemed to, be, to belong in the film Not to be just pretending to play Star Wars Now for the bad First let me reiterate that I like this movie a lot And it is, as I said before The best fan film I've ever seen But to be fair, I need to review it subjectively The plot was great and the story execution was so-so, but the script was weak. The pacing was off, by no fault of the editor, and the story seemed to be seen there just to set up the action sequence. The character development was non-existent, and the dialogue was stale. Some of that could be blamed on the actor's delivery. But for for the most part, it, it needed an overhaul. I found myself often asking what the heck is going on and then having to figure things out, that should have been worked out in, into the dialogue. I'm not sure if it was written in the script that way or if Shane had recently seen Unbreakable, but the visions seemed to be tight to be ripped out of that movie. However, they were well shot. The acting was better than most fan films, and I'm sure it performed on stage, the, and on stage the performance would be far better. But the actors seemed to have trouble with the choppy nature of film acting. This could be blamed on the director. But knowing that this is, a, this, this is a fan film, I'm sure some of it had to do with lack of experience on the part of the actors. Now speaking of actors, that I come in an all cute Holland and get me was? That's about all I can say about that. <laughs> the hardest thing to watch in the film were Vader and the Emperor. I hate when Phantoms start to work in character for the movies. It never comes off well. And the same can be said here. But again, I understand why they did it. And I have to say that they're best. But when you see things like that, the audience is taken out of the film. In conclusion, I hope to tell the people who are making the Star Wars TV show see this film because, it's, because with a better script and a large budget, Revelations could, e- could easily be the pilots for a series. Shane Felix did an awesome job here. The action was well shot and somewhat believable. And the film as a whole was well worth the time spent watching it. In fact, tomorrow I'll be watching it again with my son as a fan of him I would give it an 11 out of 10 as a film I would give it a 5 out of 10 that came from Marty one man that's better
8: than what we have to say (laughs) (laughs) you you received another email
6: it's good isn't it Mm. I I did receive another email from Charles and it's a quite long email (laughs) oh lord (laughs) (laughs)
8: go ahead maybe you needed a a drink of
2: water that's okay. (laughs) I think I can talk (laughs) (laughs)
6: Greetings, because of personal obligation the other week I was in the middle of renovations and working like one blah, blah. blah. Okay, so first I'd like to mention that I've known known Shane Since before Revelation was ever even thought of In fact, if I'm correct in this, I think it was around the night Ian Don, whom I've known for 13 years now, met Actually, this may not be the time they met But it was the first time I saw the two of them together And just too funny of a story to pass up Actually, this is also why I'm sorry I didn't get a chance to write When Shane was on the show so Shane, I hope you're listening to this, because I don't want you to think I'm telling this story behind your back. It was at a shore leave convention in Baltimore, maybe seven or eight years ago. Shane was wearing a pin hand Solo outfit, and Don was taking care of him while, well, how shall I put it, his indulgence with the cash bar that night came back to hunt him in the men's room. I pretty much knew then they were going to get together. Like I said before, i know known Don for... About 13 years I met her and some of her friends At another con in Baltimore And we've kept in touch on and off For over the years It would be nice if I could say When I first heard they were doing Revelations That I knew it was going to be as big as it was But I was too busy with things going on In my home life I was working on a short film of my home And well, I'm just not that prolific She mentioned it and I'm sure I said something like Oh cool, Star Wars fan film but it never registered the scope of what they were doing until I saw Shane speak at Balticon. And I saw a few of their making-of videos, and I was like, oh, this could be something. Actually, while I'm, while I'm on that line of thinking, I'll have to say I'm still floored. Not so much by the movie, which is impressive, but by the fact that I realized that of all the big-time fan films that are out there, Artware Wars, True Chivaldi, etc., of all those films, I know none of those filmmakers. I've never even met them. Probably never even seen, seen them in person. So I know none of those guys. But somehow, this film that's bigger and gotten more publicity than it, any other fan film I've heard, ever heard of, somehow I know these people for like at least a few years before you guys ever made this. How the hell did that happen? Anyway... I could probably go on for a few pages in all Florida I was by the scope of the whole thing, but the point I'm trying to make is, I know not for some time, <laughs> she even helped me out for a documentary I did in college, and I've seen her as a frustrated filmmaker, a little depressed about the whole business in general, to seeing her realize one of her dreams with her husband, words can't express the feeling of satisfaction, something like that brings me. As for the movie itself, for a fan film it's phenomenal, and it's really not fair to judge it by any other criteria. I've read a few of the negative criticism, and in most cases, they completely miss the point of this movie. In fact, most of these reviews seem to be written by people whose lives are sad enough that the only way to give their lives any validation is to tear down the works of others. To put it another another way, I doubt any of these people ever made the equivalent to a Troops or a Pink Five, and they probably feel this is the only way they can validate their existence. The big reason they made this movie was to show that he can make a, f- a small-budget film and still have decent-looking effects, and that they managed to do. And while, I'll admit, it, I'll, I'll admit the acting writing isn't going to win any Oscars, as some people have charged, it still adheres to the spirit of Star Wars. Besides, I think that it, that it is also missing the point, and that's also unfair comparing it to either big-budget movies or, at the very least, non generous short films where a greater percentage of the emphasis can be placed on acting. I don't think I've never seen anyone do any kind of fan film with this scope, someone correct me if I'm wrong, not only with special effects, but with sets, locations, and the use of extras. When was the last time you saw a fan film with a whole crowd of extras? I don't know if this was Shane and company's first film ever, but I do know it's the first one they've done that, that's anywhere near Discope. Furthermore, this is the first movie they've worked on that's required this heavy amount of green screen and all on a budget that's microscopic. When compared to something like the prequels, come to think of it, which George Lucas excuse then, the bottom line is, they really did accomplish what they set out to do and they should absolutely be proud of that. And what they've learned and taken away from this, they're going to be able to apply in their next film and so forth. All in all, it was a very good start for Shane Dawn and Panic Struck Productions. And I realize Shane said any future projects are up in the air, but I have a feeling that this won't be the last time we see anything come out of this. And I, for one, am looking forward to seeing what they come up with next. Charles Levy, Wolf Dog. Cool. Yeah, that was
8: long. I'm going to go into the message board now. We have just a few. We got Jedi Jane who says, When I first saw Revelation, I thought that it was so cool. I was inspired. It, it has inspired me to write my own fan film. It has that serious Tower feel to it that most other fan films don't have. That's cool. We got Ikasha that just says, Cool. thumbs <laughs> <It comes laughs> up. Uh, Jedi Simon, I just downloaded the DVD file last, na- last night and wow. It looked. It looks great It is such a well done film This film looks beautiful and has a great story When you are watching this film You can't tell that this film was not made by Lucasfilm Not sure about that But it's, it's a good movie I hope that they will take their time And make more fan films like this one If I were teaching a film class to young filmmakers I would show them this film And show that you can do, that you can do with a DV cam and a Mac I hope it would inspire people to make fan film or just film. I have to check out the bonuses feature on disc too. I am also going to check out the commentaries. If you have the time and, and a DVD burner, make yourself a copy of this great film. Also, you can download the DVD artwork like I did. And he's showing a picture of the, uh, the DVD made he burned. What? Yeah, it's a really nice picture too. It
7: is a really nice picture. You must have a really good printer.
8: Yeah. Laser printer, probably. <laughs> Color. Is it's it not bubble jet. <laughs> no. That's I wish for sure. I had a laser printer. <laughs> so what did we think about it? Maybe, uh, Brian, since we didn't see it completely...
7: No, you? but I really... Um, what I did see at the beginning, there were a lot of slow moments, like a lot mm-hmm. of, look at the ships coming in, look at the ships flying around, mm-hmm. and you know... He, he, his intention was to do a, a special effects movie to a certain amount, but you also have to cut at some point for the story. Mm-hmm. I would have cut it a lot more, but that's okay. The shots look great. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the editing and shot choice, some rules are broken that you oh. shouldn't do. Okay, but it works out okay. The story's the story's interesting. It moves along quickly enough. You know, acting story writing it, it doesn't really matter that much, you know, as he said he didn't have a, like, he had no budget so you can't really um kind of, actor, like, have yeah. higher actors with no budget, so you just get what you can and you do what you can with it so, but I think he did a good job yeah. with what he, ha- what he had and it has set the bar for fan films mm-hmm. had he had, you know like, a little bit better
6: actors, maybe he could have, uh, like Affleck Affleck should have been right. Cade. Affleck should have played the shark. So Affleck should have been Cade <laughs> <laughs> and Matt Damon should have been Declan. Yeah, it I thought the actors were they were they
7: were good, but yeah. they weren't amazing. The, mm-hmm. the special effects were great, the music was great, the story idea was great. Uh, the dialogue, well it's a Star Wars movie, so. Yeah.
8: But do you agree
7: that dude, that <laughs> that's, that's that's a low, that some of those actors in Revolution
8: are better than some of <laughs> The actors in the prequel, like yeah, Pernilla uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because there there's a lot more How dialogue, hard. and she's I,
6: down already. She's <laughs> dead. She's never gonna play no, a movie. No, there's,
8: there's great dialogue that's, that make it feel like the original trilogy yeah, more than is. the in the one liner in the most of the prequels. You know, so you
7: guys are pretty anti prequel. <laughs> no, they're good. Just saying, I'm just. But, saying, you know, I'm just Listen, he's the one it who's the prequel. It was fun. I'll probably watch the whole thing mm-hmm. again because I want to know all about like all the intrigue. It looked interesting. The story idea was great. Um. I thought the uh,
8: the rhythm was good I, the, in the uh, in the email of uh, Marty One. Yeah. I think you said that the pacing was bad. I, I think it was okay because you know you had the special effect, but after that you had to learn about the story. So. Yes, you have a, a big moment I- when they're in hyperspace and they're just talking that's That's for developing the story. You need to know what happened. That's character development right there. You need to know where they come from, what they did. So when the next scene comes up, you know where they st- where they stand. No know we should write a book. It all happened in hyperspace <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's a reference like in the Falcon in, in the New Hope exactly. That's it's pretty much the same, you know. There, you, you learn a lot about the the
6: character yeah, Luke, Ben, and Anselu in in, in hyperspace sitting and they're and, they're and, and the Netflix. same thing in Episode One when Ben May talks with Jar Jar on the way back to Naboo. That's it.
7: And also when she's talking with Anakin,
6: mm-hmm. it's in the same hyperspace
7: yeah. segment.
8: I think there's a good Star Wars feel in the movie. You get. Uh, especially in the ballroom, you get a, a couple of species that we know, like I Calamaran. thought. I thought
7: the Mon Calamarian, like it looked funny. I just <laughs> laughed because you know, like you can't, like a Calamarian uh, making a mask like that is hard, mm-hmm. and it looked pretty close. I
8: think it, it was it was a rubber mask, like one yeah. king, you can buy. There was a Nemodian. The Etorian was funny. Yes, <laughs> it was Aet- But those, I think, those characters and stormtrooper just put the Star Wars feel. Yeah, if you don't have that, it's like a sci-fi movie, basically.
6: I love the way the Stormtrooper actually rushed into the room and they just like mm-hmm. aimed their gun at everybody from mm-hmm. the upstairs balcony. And light. the
7: costumes are great. They have a Star Wars. Oh yeah. yeah, the costumes are great. It, it was very well produced for the budget that they had. There's Is nothing wrong with that. You know, I, I would have, have almost encouraged him to not make a Star Wars movie. So he could actually make some money off of it? <laughs> <laughs>
8: that's, a, that, that's what he said in the interview. His next movie will not be Star Wars. Because I'm sure he will be able to make some money out of, out of it. Exactly. Uh, the, uh, also, Marty talk, talked about uh, the music. The music is incredible, but it's all synthesized. So it's synthesized uh, instrument. I would love to have the same soundtrack, but produced with real uh, a real orchestra to see the difference. Oh well, uh, yeah. We know someone Do who could have make a lot, lot of, of money. Yeah, that's it. That's it or yeah. having great contacts, you know. Because but, but it would be so incredible because the music has a real sour still. it takes John Williams little bits and pieces out there to well, of course keep the star Wars every, star Wars
7: still, every but art and artists real artists steal. They don't <laughs> borrow.
2: You little the like, castle you. Yeah.
8: Uh, did you uh you probably have noticed the, the three uh, original starships in the yeah. movie. The, they're great. They're original. So that's a, a good point. There's a, a superb pursuit scene in the naval... Uh, in the naval, the naval
7: uh, construction yards. Yeah, I, thought that, I, I saw that. That was cool.
6: The, all the, the ship movements look uh, but really ship? fluid
8: and everything, yeah.
6: Declan's ship actually reminded me of this really old TV show called Bumber X. Oh yeah, that's true. And it's, it's, it's only half yeah it's, misses it's misses only too. it's only the upper half of the bay of the ship. Yeah, but, a, but it really yeah, and the front
8: light like, goes down yeah. uh, in the Bumber X. Yeah that's true. It really reminded me of that
7: of that show I'm like It's not a pretty ship. It's not as pretty though. I've seen prettier ships. Yeah.
8: but it's like I, in, I like it. Yeah. It's inspired I think it is from the S pre uh, in the U.S. Army or something It's like a plane that can a Harrier No, it's not the Harrier It's with the propellers it's it's, yeah, it's it's like it's to replace the helicopter. One of those. Down. A drop down... Uh Concept
6: vehicle yeah. Concept vehicles, a.k.a. prototype yeah. that will never see the light of day. No, no, yeah. it, it, it exists. Except on, exists. on the Discovery
8: Channel. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you see the transition when they changed location? It's pretty much the same as, as all Star oh. Wars now. Oh, well, yeah. He does a good job at mimicking Star Wars. That's it. So you get the Star Wars feel like, uh, right there also. Let, let's go with the lightsaber battle. They're okay. Uh, I think the uh, uh, Shane's duel is pretty cool. It's really fluid and they look like they have fun. The the duel between uh, Anwar and Xana, I think it w- was too, not too fake, but forced. Yeah, forced. No, the, the movement were not as great. You had like Par- hesitation. Pa- hesitation, parallel hitting
6: without swipes, and it was... The, the parallel fights uh, with both lightsabers yeah. is... I think it's actually a little bit in slow motion. Yeah. Yes, it's in slow so, motion, but, but... But you know what? I think that the, the way of fighting with two lightsabers is complicated enough that that was probably the best way they could actually yeah, put it up. that's it. And without training intensively. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, we're not dealing with Nick Giller here again. Yeah, that's no, it. It's 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 really hard to do mm-hmm. a choreography, especially one that will last mm-hmm. for a long enough. And after. I huh? wonder if
8: it was on purpose that it was in a dark cave, so it hides error that you can make. So and it was uh, like seeing the the glow of the lightsaber in the dark. It's more it's nicer to see than if it was in the light of day. So well, it's like in Attack of the Clone when Anakin just fights well, yeah. you, Queen. He c- cuts down the the, the power. Lying and he, he fights Duke in the dark, so it's not as far I though. think
7: that they should have done, you know, that scene where all the aliens, when, she, when the, the Emperor's hand comes down the stairs, mm-hmm. where they should have had that scene in the darker, because it would have hidden a lot of the mistakes of the costumes.
6: For instance, Duro's hands. Yeah, exactly,
7: <laughs> and like the Moncal not looking quite right and but it's the not, Ithorian. You know,
6: the, 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 the Moncal and the Ithorian not looking quite right and being just funny. It's mm-hmm. I can go with that. But, I mean, Juro, no. give him gloves yeah. or something. No, but I, think the, I think the
8: worst... Yeah. It probably took the worst effort, but it, it wasn't that great as Palpatine. His face didn't look yeah, like... Hide his face. It just pull
6: down your... Your head cover, or just lower, and that's it. totally hide his face. You that's know, I, I think one film film did shooted this one in the past, and it was basically just a silhouette of the Emperor talking to Darth Vader. That could have also been oh, just even from the back. Yeah, Don't see his yeah. face. That's it. By sitting be, in the in the Emperor's <laughs> throne, you just build a throne with two ends. That's all you need. <laughs> that's it. Uh, but Plato was the keyword for the makeup of the Emperor.
8: Like Marty said, I really after seeing Revelation I'm really hopeful for the TV series because if a guy can do that with 20,000 bucks if I, I probably Star Wars episode will go a million per episode I, I suppose yeah, probably that's how much they're
7: shooting uh, Star Trek they're shooting it's about, about that much
8: so if they have that kind of budget I'm sure it would l- look great and I hope it will have you know, it's 40 minutes. It's the same length as a as a TV show without right, yeah. commercials. So, right. if it could have that kind of action in each in each episode, I would I would love it. Love that would it. be fun. Totally. Uh, uh, do we have other comments?
6: I think we have Leander to call. Yes, we do. So we're gonna do that right now.
0: Mr. Chastain.
8: Here we go. It's not ringing. Oh yeah, Well, you just give it time. <laughs> I'm just checking for piking.
5: Hello. Hi, Robbie. Good evening, gentlemen. How are you doing tonight? <laughs>
6: See, Brian, that is what I call a live, a live audience. And a very much alive one Enthusiastic as Enthusiastic well. listener.
5: Well, it's a very bloody hot evening down here, and so you know how it is. Uh, it's pretty hot in here also. <laughs>
8: well, so what did you think about the revelations?
5: Well, it's been a while since I seen thinking honestly, but I remember sitting there watching it, and it was entertaining. And they did a, they did a good job with it. I have to say that c g is probably better than not anything that i I've ever seen in a fan film before that's true and there's there's been some there's been a couple of decent ones in fan films, not a lot, but it, you know they they did a pretty good job with it
8: but i i think I think what stood out for this fan film is the special effect because uh, he told us on the interview that the 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 chase in the shipyard was supposed to be cut. Imagine that uh, the film wouldn't have that that much of a success if oh, it that didn't add been, that,
5: that shipyard chase. That would have been really bad if they'd cut that out, because that was a really good uh, bit, I thought.
8: That's it. And uh, uh, what about the Star Wars feel of the movie?
5: Yeah, it was there somewhat, yeah. About it, it as well as any fan film's ever going to get it, okay. I'd say. They, 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 did a, they did a pretty good job. And um the the length is something that, you know, I think is something that's kind of unusual because you don't see, well, I should say, or at least I haven't seen, you know, with the fan films that I've seen mm-hmm. throughout time that, you, you know, I don't see too many that goes more than 25, 30 minutes. And for this one to go 40, 45, whatever it was, mm-hmm. it's sort of rare. And so that was nice to see. Yeah, I think further... <clears throat> to take time to go back and look
8: at you know. Yeah, I think future fan film will go like 45 minutes. I think that the it's going to be between half an hour and 45 minutes because you have time to tell the story. Most fan yeah. film, you know, you don't have time, so that's maybe why we we re, we like Revelation because there is a story and we you know get the, get to know a little bit about the characters So. That's a positive thing, to have longer film. Of course, if you go to fan film competition, they don't really like long fan films most of the time, so uh, no producer must decide between doing a shorter film and go into, into those contests and co- competition, or do a longer film and just you know, have their dream on film.
5: So it all depends on what kind of you story you want to tell. You know, the way I would look at it is, you know, I, if I was making a fan film, which <laughs> I had enough fun making fan audio <laughs> to make a film, but if I was trying to make a film, I wouldn't be worrying about that stuff. You know, I would suggest that whoever's whoever's going to make a film should do what they want to do, and, you know, because the first person you got to satisfy is yourself. That's true. And so, you, you know, you put out what you want to put out, And, you know, and if they like it, great. And if they don't, well, you know, it, you know, no, not everybody's going to be pleased with what what you do whichever way. Somebody's going to say it's too short, somebody's going to say it's too long, and then all this kind of jazz and stuff like that. And something tells me, if, you know, the way you're talking about some of these these, uh, competitions, something tells me that if, they do start going longer, but there probably will be either a branch off or a separate division maybe where they will look at longer films maybe.
8: Yeah, or like more professional fan film dividing the, the, like we discussed on the French show, dividing a fan film into a a professional category. You know?
5: Yeah.
8: That could be be a good idea.
5: What I'll be interested to see in is at some point if we ever get a feature-length fan film,
8: yeah, but it's funny you ask that because there's one in French that's supposed to come out in... Uh, in December? In, in December. It's 90 minutes long. Wow. So we can imagine that. And the, the effects are pretty good and it was made from uh, like a thousand bucks. But everything was like loaned or uh, it, everything was for free. They, they had studio time for free and everything with their wow. contact. Blue wow. Screen for Free and uh,
5: how long that took to make?
8: Uh, it, it's been I, almost five years. They began, wow. so uh, I think it will be great. I, I'm not sure if they will make a, a, a English subtitle, or I think they they want to translate it at some point, but we'll see.
5: Yeah, uh, that's, <laughs> yeah, it would be kind of nice to see if it maybe if, if it succeeds with the French or or you know the French audience, and may, maybe we'll we'll get an English version. I'd like to see see that, hear that, because. Would be something to finally start getting some longer films,
2: mm-hmm.
5: because you know if you look at the majority of fan films, they're all lightsaber duels in one yeah. form or another. I'd say if you look, if you pulled out ten fan films just at random, I'd say seven of them at least are going to be lightsaber duels.
2: <laughs> That's so, true. <laughs> the
5: thing, so the thing with Revelations is, it, it's nice that it's different and that it's got some lightsaber duels in it, which are, e, eh, in my opinion, mm-hmm. probably better than anything I could have done, but still. It's eh. uh, <laughs> the you fact said, that there's something more to it Than just say, than just having, you know, saying uh, Star Wars and such and such And you open up and there's these two guys here And they walk up and, walk up and have a duel One of them falls over dead And that's the end of the film, you know
8: That's it So uh, when are we... Uh, when the next Hours and Beyond is coming out uh, This uh, Tuesday? Or Friday?
5: Uh, yeah, yeah This is going to be a pretty busy summer for the show uh, the uh, episode six of Star Wars and Beyond will be out, uh, I believe, Thursday evening, Friday. Uh, you know, Nathan Nathan takes care of the actual releasing bit, so okay. it'll probably be Thursday evening sometime. You know, he likes to put stuff up early, so that'll be a. And what's going to happen is we've got a uh, this is a two part episode. What's going on is the uh, I guess you could say Star Wars and Beyond celebration of Episode three. It's the fan audio and. And Galactic Senate communities are reviewing the film. And for those that on Star Wars on Direct that are interested in hearing more from your hosts, you can hear Sebastian on this first episode and Danny on the second episode. Cool. And so, and the second episode will be on uh, July fifteenth.
2: Great. So, so two
8: episodes in July. Yeah. Nice. Well, t- it's it's been uh, fun talking to you again.
5: Uh, yeah. You you too.
8: So. uh Will be uh, if you're there in the next show, you might have uh, uh, more comments for us. So uh, thanks for listening.
5: Oh, you're welcome. Glad to do it.
8: Thanks, Marabi. All
5: right, talk to y'all later.
8: Bye. 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 Great. All right. So do we have other comments? I'm gonna check in the message board if we have other comments.
6: Well, Marty one was actually mentioning that Kit was wrong about the script. Uh, scripting you were talking about uh, he says that the script is what makes your movie and they should have spent more time on it honestly I'm going to and that's like Mark marker other people because I don't do that very often I'm going to range by Kit's side there I don't think the script needed to have more time spent on it it was a good script and the story is, is just like I just love it I think it's, it's, a, great a, idea. it's
7: a great story idea it's it's it's
6: actually a wonderful story to put in a fan film like that. Uh, it's somewhat been touched in the, in the past by other fan films that never actually saw the light of day, sadly enough. But it really is a nice story, and that's that's a complaint we had. Sorry, that's a complaint we had coming from a lot of our French listeners that they didn't understand the story well and such and such because the English was spoken too fast. I'm sorry. Sorry for them. <laughs> There's nothing I can do. But we did translate the, the, the script in French, and it's on suckclan.net for those of you who'd like to <laughs> see what the script looks like in French. No,
8: I don't want to look at it. With plenty yes, of, yes. Plenty mistakes, of, plenty
6: of mistakes. But uh, basically, it's um, it's. I, th- I think it's a great story, and I think the script was just great. Yeah. And the actors were not phenomenal, but they weren't bad. That's it. Yeah, they were all good. Yeah, they were able to show emotions.
8: Yeah, and that's that's the basic of acting. Most of fan films have neutral emotion people, you
6: know, almost oh, that's like reading lines. That's because most of acting is a, most of the other fan films are actually stand behind a helmet. Yeah. Okay.
8: <laughs> so it's voice acting. Yeah. So it's voice acting. There you go. Yeah. I like can fan audio.
6: You can you can just dub it afterwards. Mm-hmm. You can get someone else. Yeah.
8: It's it's really harder to. To l- like act with your with your face showing you know it, it's it's you have to show emotion in your face when, when you're talking it's like like under the helmet that your voice can do everything you know? yeah so it's there's pretty it's
6: harder there's a big difference
8: so what did you think about... Uh...
6: I loved Revelations. Uh, I'm, I didn't knew about the DVD until I saw Jedi Simon comment. Yeah, the ISO files are available. And since I don't have to pay for my DVDs at work, I'm most probably going to download the ISO <laughs> files and burn them on two DVDs tomorrow so I can, uh, I can add, add this wonderful movie to my collection. And uh, hopefully uh, and hopefully enough, uh, I might actually be able to print like another one and one of our listeners will be able to get the DVD version with all the commentaries and everything like that. So, yeah, no, I, 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 I really enjoyed it. I think it's one of the greatest fan films out there in terms of storyline and uh, effects. effects probably. SFX, they're, they're really good. So, my hat's off to Shane Philox and all the team. And go download it. Yeah, go download it www.panicstruckpro.com slash revelations, I believe. That's it. Just go to panicstruckpro.com, check out their other projects. And uh, and there's a cool making of uh, yeah.
8: episode with, I think, a guy from Sweden who did the cantina scene, the bar scene, and you you see each, each layers of effects and, and you see him putting in over and how he... No, he, he corrected some errors. How he composited everything. That,
6: that's it. That, it's pretty cool to see. You know, that's good. That's that's almost like, just like what they did with the uh, the uh, duality movie. Oh back when yeah, that's out. true. So, but yeah, but it's 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 always really nice to check out the making of and how things are done. I mean,
8: and it's been on TV everywhere. I like MSNBC, it. CNN, and everything. They like Shane said. It's more it's not really ab- about the movie. It's more about the little guy being able to do big things with almost nothing. Yeah. That's basically it. David and Goliath.
2: Yeah.
6: And David did strike Goliath in the, in, in the fore high and mm-hmm. hopefully we'll have results. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully. So, that's it. We did it. Was that? It's like time off. No, it's yeah. like... It's like we need a break, man. No, not, no breaking. <laughs> it's like, kill the show! Kill the show! <laughs> What's that sign? What's the hand under the throat? I don't understand. St- what What are you doing That You do win-win? <laughs> Brian is choking himself? <laughs> <laughs> it's all Danny, man. It's all Danny.
7: You're trying to translate it.
6: That's right. The next show will be uh, on July 5th, 2005. Uh, Star Wars under number 45 will be about... Another fan film yeah. Imps the Relentless Imps the Relentless It's well, Basically the working
8: title was Troop 2 Because there's uh, I think 2 or 3 of the Stormtrooper Were in Troops Made that fan film It's, an, it's a multi-chapter fan film The first episode is out It's 20 minutes, 20 minutes long it's, It seems funny Okay. Yeah, the effects are great. The, it's really funny. At the start, it's really serious. It's like a documentary. But when you go on the planet, it, it became a, it, it's funny okay. until the end. So y- you have to download it, and we'll talk about it next week.
6: No spoilers, no spoilers. That's it.
8: I'm going to put it. Basically, the website, the E-M-P-S, the com. Right. IMS is, uh, I think it's. Uh, it's Imperials. imperial military personal stories. By I M P S. That's it. It's also a short for imperial. Yeah, that's it. Imps the relentless said Spawns. <laughs> <laughs> so check that out. It's a really good movie. Uh, I really suggest it. Might maybe uh, do a last call on the chat.
7: We have AJ that just came in. We have Bloodcat, the Endar. Marty
8: one and Raven. We had Vader, something uh, a couple a bunch of people. Well, of yeah. Marty true. one, yeah.
6: All right. Uh, well, of course, while you watch into the relentless, make sure to to uh take down some notes like Danny does as a very good little studious boy or I, I'm not sure the word I should use there. And a uh, good producer. Yeah, okay. Prepares for everything. Yeah, that, that's good too. <laughs> Make sure you, think you take notes. You can take mental notes and we can call you and you can give us your notes. Ment- I don't have a good memory. Notes. That's okay. That's why. So, uh, if you have any comments about the show, about the next subject, about the last subject that we did, about our interview with Michael A. Stackpole, you, or that you would like to make some suggestions for upcoming subjects or guests that we that we should actually have on the show, feel free to send me an email to studio at swendirect.com or leave a message on our blog on StarWars.com or our message board which can be found at www.tsfpn.com sci-fi podcast network just click on message board link and to the swendirect.com page mm-hmm. and you'll be there to be a partner or a sponsor uh, of the show you can send an email to info at if you like the show we do suggest that you talk about it around yourself work about is after all the best policy we can have by our listeners Bring a friend to the next show Add our URL to your message board signatures Etc, etc Feel free to find inventive ways Of publicizing this show Without breaking any laws Especially that Especially that So we'd like to take a second to thank our sponsors uh, Federationtoys.com Where you can find those uh, 500 later I'm sure they have some left in store Sitclan.net who actually decided to have a French version of the Revelation script for some reason. <laughs> our web host, simple-net.ca. The Sci-Fi Podcast Network at psfpn.com. Of course, our partners, nerf-erder-anonymous.net, the largest collection of Star Wars reference and actors, Anakinandhisangels.com. The fan fiction SW Redemption, which can be found at swredemption.com. furryconflict.com. Trek Wars, The Furry Conflict, Aja Drama, Falcon, Galactic Hunter, who are, as usual, keeping collectors on target, T-Bone Star Wars Universe, and the Galactic Senate Message Boards, which are both available at starwarswithaz.com, and starwarsfanworks.com, the home of Star Wars Fan Audio. All links are available in the partners section of our website, or you can just download the archive and have me going over them again for you. (laughs)
8: And uh, a reminder that uh, our new message board is open, so just go to tsfpn.com and register. It's where the action is now. That's right. Oh, Brian has something to say?
7: Oh, and it also... Uh, iTunes' oh, yeah. new version has come up, and they now, now enable... Um, podcasts. So you'll we'll be able to get our podcast very soon through iTunes. So you'll just it. click subscribe and automatically download it
6: time you want. That's right. Cool. We didn't want to be precocious little child, so we waited, and we're going to do it, it the Properly. adult way. Yes, the professional way. Yeah, because it just came out today. It
2: came out today. So nice. uh, I
8: just came from work, set up the studio, so I didn't have really, really have time to check precisely how uh, Look more into the it. new tags we have to put out. Yeah.
6: There you go. So just before we leave, I promised the folks last... Week that we would have a little Fantastic Four contest.
8: Oh, that's true.
6: And uh, if anyone from Montreal, and I, I do mean from Montreal because I've got passes for nowhere else but Montreal, <laughs> 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 uh, I do suggest that you please uh, send me what can we have of as a good. Uh, I, I the Four Names. Yeah, name the Fantastic Four. You know name what? they their real names. Name, oh. the, name the Matthews. four oh. Fantastic Four and their real names. Ouch.
7: I can do it right now.
6: I can It's not that difficult.
7: Two of them... Okay, here's your hint. Two of them use the same last name.
6: Yes. Okay. Up to a certain point.
7: <laughs> well, you can... Add, yeah, yeah, it works yeah, both ways. Yeah, that's right. It,
6: it kind of works both ways. So, that's it. Feel free to uh, send an email to studio at swendirect.com entitled Fantastic Four Contest. And you can win your, yourself a double pass for the July 7th premiere of... With us. Yes, with us. <laughs> oh, because that's the highlight of the evening, of course. We of got course. You get to <gasps> move <come up>. on. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you, can, you can come and join us at New Goods, which just opened in the March
2: Central. Yeah, here I in am. Montreal.
6: You will need to... Give us how to get there. And they were inaugurating it tonight. Ooh. And we're doing the show tonight. Oh, yes. Too bad for you. That's right.
7: Sniff, sniff, cry.
6: <laughs> sniff, sniff, cry. So for all the team here at Star Wars on the rec, this is Sebastian saying, see you next time on Star Wars on the Rec, the voice of Star Wars fandom.
4: This show has been brought to you by SimpleNet. Webmasters, online gamers, or administrators of e-business. At SimpleNet, we will always have a solution to meet your needs. You were listening to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Be sure to visit www.swonzehek.com for more information about upcoming shows. Galactic Country, the place where you can find the latest Star Wars collectible news from all around the world. From the Hasbro and Kenner lines of action figures, to comics, games, plot collectibles, and events, everything is covered and reviewed. Join our fan community in the Bounty Hunter Collective Forums and find all your bounties at www.GalacticHunter.com. Galactic Hunter, keeping collectors on target.
3: StarWarsFanWorks.com, the home of Star Wars fan audio on the Internet. It's your home for Star Wars fan audio genre news, a comprehensive catalog of fan-made Star Wars radio shows, parody tales, and serious audio dramas. With behind the scenes features, a message board, reviews, tutorials, convention coverage, an internet movie database style directory of the entire Star Wars fan audio community, and the only fan audio community recognized Star Wars Fan Audio Academy Awards held each year. StarWarsFanWorks.com. Fandom has a whole new sound.
4: This show is part of the Out of This World Entertainment on the Sci Fi Podcast Network. TSFPN.com.
3: Sir, if you'll not be meeting me, I'll
4: close down for a while.